Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to TIBCO's Ask, the SOA Expert Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Meyer. Purpose of this podcast series is to give you best practices and solutions to help you be successful with SOA. Now, today's podcast is about Bepl, or the Business Process Execution Language. After several years, it looks like Bepl is going to become a standard based on the Bepl 2.0 specification. And with us today to talk about Bepl 2.0 is Danny Vanderine, the principal architect at TIBCO, who's been working on the Bepl specification. Danny, welcome and thanks for joining us. It's good to be here, Rob. So, Danny, why is Bepl so important? Bepl is a fundamental piece of a service-oriented architecture. Most people are calling that an SOA these days. The idea of an SOA is to take all of the reusable parts of your architecture, figure out what's reusable and what's not, take those reusable pieces and make them services. Now, these services are stateless, which is one issue. To give an example of services, you might have a service to update a customer address in your CRM system. You might have a service that approves a purchase order. And some people have services even to do things like machine-specialized parts. But once you have all these services sitting out there, what are you supposed to do with them? You have to bring them together into something useful. And, well, that's where Bepl comes in. Bepl is a language that is designed to take those services and bring them and your business logic and put them together into something useful, a business process. Business processes can contain state, and they can often be long-lived. So if you think of updating a customer address in your CRM system as a service you can think of a customer's insurance policy as the other extreme, a business process. And you can represent that in Bepl. Now, not that I'm recommending that you go out and represent insurance policies in Bepl. What I am trying to say, though, is that here's something that's long-lived, and it has state, and it's composed of services like, say, Tibco paying my premiums, me changing my address. As an insurance company, this is where I can put my business logic. I can represent it in a way that's easy to read, easy to maintain, easy to modify. So what's changed between Bepl 1.1 and Bepl 2.0? Bepl 1.1 was a reasonably credible attempt to offer something to the industry to take SOA to the next level. Unfortunately, in practice, there were really a lot of rough edges. The semantics were unclear. There were a lot of edge cases that really made no sense. There's functionality missing. So the most important thing that the Bepl committee is doing for the last four years is to clean up those rough edges. If you've ever sat in a large committee of interested parties and tried to decide whether you should change the name of something that used to be called Switch to something called If, then you won't be surprised to find out that that took more than a year to do. But getting down to the nuts and bolts of what changed, there are some highlights and there are some gory details. And, you know, the highlights are things like adding activities. We added a a rethrow activity that we stole from Java and other programming languages. It looked like a good thing in Java, so we thought we needed it too. You know, the same thing goes for things like repeat until and for each, at least in its serial version. The parallel for each, though, is a little bit different. So if you think of, say, a purchase order with line items, for each line item, you want to check inventory, reserve inventory, order new parts, whatever it is you do, arrange shipping, things like that. But you don't want to have to wait for each line item to complete before you start your next line item. So you do them in parallel, and that's kind of a new construct that we added in Bepl. You do have to be careful that these line items don't step on each other's toes. But if you've done it right, you can save a lot of elapsed time doing them in parallel. So that's new for Bepl and largely new for the industry as well. Another big change is in the way that data is expressed in Bepl. This should help in portability of processes across engines. But if you ever have to get into the actual data access yourself as a user, that's probably not a good thing. My hope is that most users will use tools like ours and never have to see all the nuts and bolts. 
What's Tipco doing around Bepple? Well, in BusinessWorks 5.4, Rob, we came out with our own kitchen remodel, so to speak. The BusinessWorks Bepl extension gives BusinessWorks users the ability to have a canvas for service orchestration, composing services written in BusinessWorks processes and or services written elsewhere and exposed via SOAP and composing them. So it's a lot more graphical. It is a lot more graphical, yeah. I mean, Bepl itself has no graphical anything. It's not really designed for end users the way it is. So what we've done in this product is to take the Bepl standard and give it a tight integration with BusinessWorks, both as a product and, as you're saying, as a user experience. Bepl by itself isn't really that user-friendly. That wasn't its goal, and it certainly didn't succeed at being user-friendly. So we've taken a lot of the concepts that we've been working on in BusinessWorks for several years now and applied them to Bepl, integrated into what we think is a much more usable experience. Any recommendations for customers on getting started with Bepl? Where should developers and architects be using Bepl today and where shouldn't they be using it? I think the last part of the question is really the most important. Where shouldn't they be using it? Because unless you have a good reason to use Bepl, I wouldn't recommend using it simply because it's shiny and new. As I said before, it's not the easiest thing in the world to use. You want to use the right tool for the right job. But that being said, there are really some good reasons to use Bepl. Use cases where a process can start in multiple ways. There's a good candidates for Bepl. Processes that need initial input from more than one source, where the input has no predetermined order. That's another good use case. On the whole, though, I like to think of Bepl as just another tool in our belt. Thanks for all that information, Danny, and thanks for being here today. You're welcome, Rob. I hope I've been able to help our audience understand Bepl a little better. I'm sure you have. That's Danny Vanderein, the principal architect at TIBCO. I'm Rob Meyer. Thanks for listening to TIBCO's Ask the SOA Expert podcast. 